0: yesterday and you know obviously we do like transitions if we need to take a break yes um this was like a musical transition set up two minutes before it happened so for some reason partway through this interview just like music started slowly fading in that is like just kept going on and i was like is there just music in the background of this podcast now (laughs) Like halfway through
1: they just decided to change up the format halfway through i was like
0: what is going on and then, like, two minutes later, it just cut to, like, a break in the podcast. So I was like, what?
1: That is called foreshadowing, man. It's <laughs> what? It's like, what? Is
0: me sending you a fucking letter
1: in the post before I punch you in the face. <laughs> it is. It's what big dick ballers do in they net podcasts. <laughs> Not like this one. Anyway, welcome to episode 26. Yeah, you yes! got it. Okay, I'm so fucking good at my job. And today, <laughs> myself and Luke are in the same room and recording on a microphone. That's not a webcam. Are we actually recording on the microphone? We actually and are, down. and the microphone is safely tucked inside the sound cube, which is just a bunch of soundproofing that I just layer around the microphone. And we've got you know Vegeta staring us down. He's, he's got. He's always ready. He's always. He he's always training in that gravity chamber. So even though I've had to like, balance him against my speaker, <laughs> so he just looks like he's twerking against the speaker. I mean, speaker. it's either that or you put the orthopedic shoe back on. <laughs> he's just, just twerking against my speaker. It's just the you know, next level of training.
0: Speaking of Smash Bros, I'd love it if they just put Vegeta in instead not, of Goku. Not Goku. Can be, I'd
1: prefer it. Yeah. Vegeta's got a cooler move sex. He's got dirty Vegeta's, fireworks. Yeah,
0: Vegeta's just a cooler character. He is,
1: and he moves her better. Because Goku, no one likes vanilla ice cream. No one does. I, I want that Saiyan prince flavour. <laughs> Oh, man, what flavour ice cream would Vegeta be? I think he'd be no ice cream. <laughs> he'd be beat Neapolitan ice cream, but someone's eating all the chocolate and vanilla. Oh, God. So he just left with, like, the shit strawberry. It's like, oh, man.
0: The worst thing about Neapolitan ice cream is you can never get, like, good quality one. No. It's always the cheapest, most, like, bland,
1: horrible, half-frozen ice cream from, like, a Sainsbury's or something. And that's why everyone always eats all the chocolate. Yeah. Oh, man, I think one of the greatest tweets of all time is the guy said, I'm never smoking weed again. It shows he's got three tubs of Neapolitan ice cream, but he's emptied them all out and put them in the same one Three <laughs> his whole chocolate, or vanilla, or strawberry. It's just, how drunk or high are you when you get to the point where like this is a good idea? This is what needs to happen.
0: It's this like, is what we need to do with all life. You know what, Carl? I think after this podcast, let's we'll go buy three tubs of Neapolitan
1: ice cream. There's no space in my freezer. So I had a friend over this week and they bought ice cream when well, it's a space in your freezer. I like, went, no there reason. <laughs> so I just had to eat all the ice cream. I was going to say, just eat it now. Oh, it's so rough. So we can start with that. My week's been fairly interesting because I had a friend over from America. Oh, yeah. And um, they were interested in how we record the videos and stuff. So mm. they were in the office and they recorded, uh, we were recording a stream playing Guitar Hero and we got so drunk that someone said, oh, you should just record a video now. Oh, really? Yeah, so at one in the morning we recorded a fact (laughs) fiend video on the webcam of the stream live and then on the camera as well. So we, we expect that to go up. Not when this episode's out. So,
0: like, you move the webcam to show you filming yeah. a proper... So it's like a behind, video, a, behind the video, behind-the-scenes be- kind of feature, right? yeah.
1: Behind-the-scenes, but only for the people watching on Twitter. And we've got that footage on the computer. Oh, that's cool. Right now. Oh, God, someone text me, for fuck's sake. Carl, should...
0: stop putting your phone on lap while oh, we're God. recording. Actually,
1: like my phone has never just been... Just vapory on there. Just just in the there background. That? So it's like the, be- the behind-the-scenes look of how we record it. I think the number one comment is, I, I didn't expect this to be this little going on. Oh really? Because no, I mean like because there's just two lights, a camera, and a table with beer on it. That's yeah. literally it. People, always, there's got to be more to it. So, like, I you know we sat behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, I never expected there to be this much stuff or yeah, this much effort course, and yeah, work yeah. goes into it. Whereas with us, it's like it's literally a green screen on a table, and and everyone just like, oh, I thought there'd be more effort put into this. Nope, professionally unprofessional. So like people saw my sound cube; they think it's stupid, but. It's not Guess stupid. If it's not stupid, if it fucking works. Exactly, yeah. So, what have you been up to this week, pal?
0: Well, um, so, I mean, working, but fun news I worked my last week of being full time at Nando's because uh, cool feeling, isn't it? some uh, big wangers money coming my way, apparently.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a
0: minute. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's been an interesting dive of just like going from like a full time, like 40 hours a week to just, oh, i work like a Saturday every week now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, it's just like dream. okay, it's that YouTuber dream. Yeah. So like I always said, if we can help my friends out, that's as well, aren't I Exactly. Yeah. I've got some, some mighty big coattails. So you imagine know what? Plenty of room on these. Even if
0: it even if it works out that I get like a little bit less money, I'll be
1: happy knowing that I only have to go to work once it's a so week. It's so fucking worth it. Like when I first dropped down to start writing full time, I was earning less money, but I was just so much happier because fuck this. Yeah. I'm, I'm working for myself and I'm making stuff for myself. I'd much rather, you know,
0: have a commute to Sheffield to come and see my mate every couple of weeks uh, instead of just, like,
1: serving people chicken, throwing chicken at people. It's like, I could never go back to a proper job. (laughs) I have been ruined for this. It reminds me a lot of uh, when I went to Europe with a friend of mine. Hmm. Because I've been working for a couple of years and I've been writing at that point, and I went back to work in a restaurant just something to do. Oh, yeah, of course. So yeah, I yeah. thought, I've not met a new person in like a year. <laughs> oh, I should, I know, I'd, I'd kind of like to make some new friends because mm-hmm. the friends I had at the time, everyone's had, had jobs and stuff I'm like that. Yeah, I'm, it's as fun as it is sitting on my ass all day. I should probably go and do something with my life. So I got yeah, a job in a restaurant yeah, yeah. Um, and met a guy there, and he was in university at the time. Oh, right, okay. And he'd left university and said, I want to go traveling around Europe. I went, fuck it. I'd never do anything like this, so let's go do that. I think there's a podcast where we talk about it. I'm there w- is, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it was like episode five or something like yeah. that.
1: And when we got back, because I'd worked, so I got straight back into my job. I'd oh, everything yeah, yeah, lined up. I told my editors, I'm going away for a couple of weeks. Um, I think I quit my job that week as well. Yeah, at yeah. The, at the restaurant. At the stuff. restaurant, yeah. And I got back and just got back into swinging things straight away, whereas he, obviously, had left university. So oh, he had yeah. So he had to go to... So he was used to working part-time at mm-hmm. a restaurant, but... Then he went and got a proper office job and he hated it. Yeah, and I yeah. think it's because he had that taste of freedom. Exactly. But he had that and then thought, why can't my life always be this? As opposed to me, where it's like, oh, that was a nice break. Yeah, yeah. And even to this day, he still gets mad that he has to go work a job. Because just that one taste of just traveling around
0: That is the, the horrible thing. Like, if you do, you know, take a month off or whatever, however long it was that you guys went away. When it reaches that level of, like, I, I'm doing nothing other than enjoying my life. I say going to then having to do
1: a job and work to earn some money. Yeah, the majority. It's like, oh God, what what is life? I can imagine it's not great I, when he had the realization, the crushing realization that the majority of my day is spent doing something I don't enjoy. Yes. And that I can imagine is awful. And like my heart goes out to anyone out there. Does it? Because even so, when I was working in a restaurant, I loved working there. Oh right. Okay, because yeah. I love just chatting shit and yes. just slinging like making coffees and. Like, shooting the shit with customers. Mm-hmm. But I did that because I knew that I didn't really need the job. I was doing it for a bit of extra money and just the social aspect. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then I'm guessing, like, when you were at Nando's and it's like, you, I have to do this or I don't eat this week. It's yes. not a great It's thing. not a fun thing to do.
0: And, um, yeah, like, the, the funny thing is you say that, like, oh, you know, I didn't meet a new person in a year. I'm sitting there going, oh, look at all these people that I'm meeting. It's great. I have no time to socialise with any of them because I'm busy working. I'm working all the time. But then and you spend... all of my friends and family are messaging me like, "Oh, are you free over the weekend? No, because I work in a restaurant. So I work every unsociable hour godly imaginable. Because that's just the way the world works. It's, yeah. like, oh, man, it's,
1: it's not great, it's not
0: great. And then you get people messaging me like, oh, we're going out tomorrow night. Like, Do you want to come along? Oh, well, I'm working until midnight.
1: So maybe not. <laughs> so maybe I'll join you afterwards for one. <laughs> oh, God, it's just... Uh... Yeah, I couldn't go back. I'd have to, I'd rather just stay doing what I've been doing, like freelancing. Yeah, and I'd, course, I'd yeah. rather earn less money in freelance, cause this YouTube shit's going to dry up. I'm surprised that Brew's still going. We were 25 <laughs> episodes, 26 episodes in, so halfway through a year. Yeah, yeah. Halfway through a year, and it's still going. And somehow they haven't shut you down. They haven't, yeah, even though I spend no time promoting it <laughs> at all. I still can't believe they signed that fucking contract. I know. It's amazing. The, and I actually made them call it like the big wangers clause. It's great. But at the same time, then we did make like a what? 20 to 30 minute promo video for yeah, them, which, which got like 30,000 views or something. So there we go. That's the best promotion you can get. Fun promotion. But, yes, exactly. And that's what we're going to try and do for the new content we're going to make. Do you want to talk about it? Luke? Wikipedia weekends, it's happening. So
0: yeah, it's happening,
1: I mean, basically today. Yes, and I've got the Wikipedia page that I Oh, do a, you? Because... Okay. Which uh, should could explain the, the premise is it's just reading Wikipedia pages out and then offering, like, you know, our on the fly, just so it's similar smart to Aleky. what we did. Um, was it
0: last week, the week before? We maybe? do it on the podcast a lot, yeah. We, we do it t- on the podcast quite a bit where we just bring up something random and just talk about it and yeah. then just like have a conversation and go on
1: little tangents off. Talking about because there's just something the funny about the way Wikipedia is written so matter of factly, mm-hmm. and when it's about something that's just inherently humorous. And the one I want to talk about today is the new mutant, new mutants movie. Oh uh, right, okay. And do you know why that is? Because the news this morning, which I'm assuming has been updated on the Wikipedia page, is that mm. Disney now owns Fox, and this this movie has been rumored to be dead in the water for ages. Like oh said, yeah, yeah, this movie is not fucking coming out. There's probably people listening to this don't know what it is, and it's a horror movie set in the X-Men universe. And, and it's supposed the one where be,
0: um they've got Maisie Williams yeah. as
1: like the poster child for it, haven't they? But it's been in development hell for like two, three years mm. now. It's like it was finished and then they did a lot of reshoots and then Disney bought Fox and then there was a rumour that Fox so that's how long it's been. And then there was a rumour that Fox were gonna try and push it out. Just like you know earn a little bit Similar of extra money Similar to what it. they
0: did with Dark Phoenix where it was like we know we've got an absolute bomb site on our hands. Just put it out
1: and try and recoup some amount of money. And if you want to be cynical, poison the X Men brand. Oh, totally. Yeah. So Disney, Disney can't use it. And um, this new Mutants movie—first it was rumored it's going to be a Hulu exclusive, then straight to DVD. Oh then was, God! Then it was shelved, and they're doing reshoots because it turns out the movie sucks. Because yeah, yeah. fun fact: hiring Game of Thrones actors, unless it's Peter Dinklage, is not going to work out well. I mean,
0: to be fair, they already did that in the Fogs universe. Yeah. They went, "Let's get
1: Peter Dinklage." It's like, but none of the bloody uh, actors from Game of Thrones, except for like Peter Dinklage and like the heavy hitters who've been in the industry for years, yeah, yeah, are actually any good. <laughs> yeah, which I find hilarious. And they keep trying to do it. It's, oh, let's get Sansa Stark in. It's like mm. no, do fucking well. Let's get Maisie Williams in. It's like nope. no. Because you were hoping they were going to like do a. You know, they were hoping to do like a crossover. Oh yeah, and totally. put them both in where you get like New Mutant slash Dark Phoenix. The worst movie ever. Oh, God. And the idea was like this new Mutants movie is going to be like a, a fresh take on the X Men, make it a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Disney own it because obviously the X Men brand has been poisoned so much. They have said that, oh, we've got a, a new cut being made oh, where, where yeah. we remove, and I'm not making this up, every reference to Mutants <laughs> oh, no. in a movie called oh, new, new Mutants. mutants. Oh, no. <laughs> and that to me is just so funny and they say because we want to introduce these characters to the mcu it's like you are not fucking introducing these no, characters to the mcu
0: i would really love to watch that movie of like oh like you know somebody go into it and they just hear oh there's a there's a horror movie called new mutants that was out and then walking out of the cinema going what the fuck was the new mutants title about i hope, they didn't mention the mutants once i
1: hope that they edit it so poorly but like, I want to see Poochie going back to his home planet levels of a- <laughs> animation, where they try and like edit out the references to mutants.
0: I just want the only thing they've done is like cover up the sound clip, just cut out the word like mutant. No, we're far noise, and it's just like you know auto tune. Like instead of mutant, they say like meta human. No, ju- no,
1: what they need is that stock dolphin noise. Oh yeah. That eh! over the top every time someone says the word mutant and then never like, explain it. Oh no, we've got to get away from the this dolphin noise. Uh, I can't get I can't like, do it. Oh no. But that to me is just it sums up that movie's life cycle. It's great. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that the X Men Fox verse just ends on a literal train crash. Oh it's so poetic. I mean
0: I'm really looking forward to like Deadpool 3 and seeing how much they can just tear
1: themselves a new one which they can and they know they will but is our superhero movies the most prone to this kind of like meddling on an executive level because I think nowadays yes because except for the MCU which has like, I think the only movie that's happened is Ant-Man and that's because mm-hmm. Edgar Wright is like a director who has a very specific style and he's like very yeah, independent yeah
0: because you can like see elements of Edgar Wright still in that movie but he is—he's got such a very strong editorial style and directorial style that it just doesn't fit with the
1: MCU at all. Yeah, and the story behind that is Edgar Wright got brought in to make Ant Man. Said, "I'll make an Ant. I'll make." Because he Ant-Man. was trying to make an Ant Man film for a while. Apparently, he yeah. loves the character. And then when they told him, when he showed him, and you can still see elements of his stuff. And the easiest yeah, way to um, the Lewis bit. The, Lew- oh, the yeah, Lewis conversation with is bit- the really like. Uh, quick cuts and stuff like that. That's yeah. a very Edgar Wright thing to do. And I would argue that's the best part of the entire movie. Is that that best, was definitely the funniest part on first viewing. That, yeah. The parts of the movie that he touched are the best parts of the movie. And um, obviously, Marvels came in was swinging their big deal. And went, look, we've got, a, we've got a vision for this universe, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. We don't want it to be to stand out too much.
0: Because the thing is, they've got to hit that level of we need each movie to be unique, but also fit in... Thematically and kind of um, stylistically with every other film, yeah. so you you go and watch Captain America one, two, and three, and they are slightly different like genres, but you can watch them and still feel like it's the same
1: universe. And that's fair enough, and that's I think it's the only real like hiccup they had. Yes. With. Other than that, it's been basically because they have got a guy at the helm who knows exactly where the fuck universe is going. Yeah, yeah. And it's everything's been like. Largely kept in check, and then you just have every other comic book universe is a fucking mess. It is. Well, like, I the, think the Foxverse like... is a mess. The uh, the DC universe is a mess. But well, you
0: know, they managed to like squeeze out a good film with Joker, apparently. So they, they, they did, apparently. But again, but
1: that's, that's out of what, like eight movies or something? They produced one. But that's now a completely separate movie. So that even that is emblematic of just how because now they've got like two Jokers set in. The same, the same universe, universe but we don't whatever. know if he's like, in the same universe but
0: they're probably just going to now cram him into other DC films because people like that movie it's so weird and then just we'll forget that Jared Leto was ever the Joker I, guess. I I'm
1: pretty sure that a lot of people will be happy with that but just <laughs> I think, think I've about it forgot. because there's so many stories behind the scenes that's like executive metal like uh, the no, Josh oh. Trank Fantastic Four movie Oh yeah. jumps to mind where he made a Fantastic Four movie that was terrible oh and it was all dark and depressing and like doctor doom is exploding people's heads yeah. and the thing is just a screaming pile of rocks and oh, just, God. like in perpetual agony yeah. and mr fantastic is like this body horror movie where he's like his bones are cracking <laughs> as his arm stretches yeah and then fox came in like what the fuck are you doing this is a kids movie yeah. you can't they're going to be terrified It's meant to be like oh for like
0: family you know group superheroes the first family in um, in superheroes all, like, bright costumes and stuff like this. And there's that, no Fantastic... Like, Mr. Fantastic
1: is just ripping himself apart. So what they did is they fired that guy and went, Fuck you. Like, and he went, had a huge meltdown on Twitter and said, Oh, yeah, yeah. The movie's going to be terrible now. And they did some very hasty reshoots, which are very obvious because I think it's Mara Wilson, the actress who played Susan Storm... Oh, okay. ...had got her hair cut for another movie. They and then I've her heard... The wig is so is bad. So bad. It's, yeah. it's in between. It's in scenes. Yeah. Like, they yeah. put they put insert shots in of like reaction shots because they realize that some of the characters don't talk to each other. Like Benjamin Grimm doesn't talk to Susan Storm once during the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. They share. They so not, they had to add moments in where they said lines to yeah, one another. They do not share a single line of dialogue, despite this being the first family, <laughs> and it's so obvious when they put the, like, the shots in. And my favourite part is right at the very end, after this horror movie, like this body horror movie, like, where they're in, yeah, screaming yeah. in agony and they're being weaponised by the government and Don't mm. do exploding heads. They all stand there and say, how about the Fantastic Four? It's like heroic music swells oh, in the no. background. And it's so, it's that. It's so obvious that executive meddling took place and yeah. it was like cobbled together behind well, the scenes. Like
0: everything um, DC-wise is just like, Oh, well, okay, you know, especially um, Justice League is the famous one with Zack Snyder obviously having to, like, leave.
1: Because he's uh, um, a, a, a tragedy in the family. Yeah, exactly. And They brought in Joss Whedon.
0: You know what was a really successful superhero film? Avengers. Get that guy. Just get that like, guy.
1: Does, but it doesn't fit thematically with the just Just get him. Just does, get him. Does anything sum up how desperate they were to, like, you know, emulate the success of the MCU? Like, more than the fact they just brought in the guy who directed The Avengers to and fix... Justice you know what League. they did?
0: They didn't learn their lesson. Because Suicide Squad two's doing the exact same and hiring James Gunn. Because, like, it was like, oh, well, he's been taken off Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and they just went, do Suicide Squad 2, please, make it good. And it's like, all they did is, oh, we've got, like, a dark, depressing film, but it's a, about a group of, like superheroes or, I guess, anti-heroes
1: or yeah. whatever. I saw a, a great forum thread about this, and it was, um, what is the most unearned line in a movie? Oh, God. And, then, and the top contender is the line from Suicide Squad, where the fire... I don't even know the guy's name. The fireman Pyro. Pyro, yeah. Whatever the fuck he's called, says at the end, I already lost one family, I'm not losing another. <laughs> but it's like, at no point during this movie do you share any chemistry with any of these people. There yeah. is... There is nothing redeemable about any character on in this movie. No, nope. and it's oh, it's so good. But you know what? They cut a good trailer out of it, I guess. But this is the thing, because we can talk about this like of the whole point of like superhero movies being so prone to just this meddling honestly, yeah. from like skittish executives who mm-hmm. get a person with a vision, realize oh shit, it's not the MCU, dial it <laughs> back and fix it in post. Is that that trailer? I think we talked about it before, when it got released, um, contained every joke in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And they realised, oh shit, the movie's not funny. Mm. We've put all the jokes in the trailer, so they brought Will Smith back in to do more Will Smith things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they put him back in the Deadshot costume and just did pickup shots and said, be funny. And then they crammed as much pop music oh, as they could in, yeah. and they tried to make and it just colourful. And they just, just like, threw some colour in there because Guardians of the Galaxy was colourful. Yeah, do you know that movie was literally edited by a movie trailer company?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Like they, it does surprise they me. They sent
1: all. a movie trailer company and just got them to edit it, which is why it's just all a, It's a disjointed mess.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it just. And it, it stars my favourite trend after Avengers, the Skyhole. The Skyhole. And it was just, oh, Avengers did it. Fuck it. For the next two years, every single superhero film, all that action film, and any sci fi film, Skyhole. Because it, Skyhole. It, because that
1: was such an iconic visual. It's like, we want that moment too.
0: But it was like, oh, what made the Avengers successful? Was it like no? It's the sky The five hole. films that built up no, these the like super- no, it's the sky hole. It's mate. the sky yeah. hole <laughs> and the
1: completely disposable CGI army. <laughs> oh. That was the two parts of Avengers that made it successful. Uh, and it's not even the fight scene that people like. It's the moment where like they have that conversation. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. favorite part of that movie is not the fight scene. No. Unless you're like twelve years old. It's the conversation where you see all these characters interact. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's that I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire playboy philanthropist. Yeah. That's the best part of that movie. Um, and oh, God, I was going to say now. Yeah. So I had this conversation today with a friend of mine, and I said, uh, "How salty do you think Disney executives get that they have released 22 movies that are like the most wildly successful? Fran- it's the most wildly successful franchise in yeah, human yeah. history. They have, every movie has grossed, on average, over a billion dollars a piece. <laughs> oh, God. And Suicide Squad has an Oscar." Yeah, <laughs> but they don't. Like how, solid, I know. how salty do you think That's they That's The thing is,
0: I love the fact that like Suicide at Squad. At the end of the day, you can just call it an Oscar-winning movie, so and it just makes everyone know. so like, salty.
1: Suicide Squad did win an Oscar for best makeup. Yeah. And what people always do is they put Suicide Squad award win, Oscar award-winning makeup, they and then the...
0: promote it as like, oh, Oscar award-winning movie, yeah. Suicide Squad. They do. They put it on the
1: tr- they put yeah. it on the thing on like and- the billboard or whatever, and it's just oh god. And they just put the picture of the Joker and just put award-winning makeup. <laughs> oh, like Killer Croc, and it's just the dude—he's just covered in fucking psoriasis scars yeah. or some shit. He
0: looks like Godzilla's that testicle. The thing is, I can't believe it won the Oscar because I thought
1: everything looked awful in that it movie. Did. <laughs> I just think that Kevin Feige—he must be so annoyed. When he looks, it's like all these accolades on his shelf and the one he's not got is an Oscar and he looks over to the lot, like the, the Warner Brothers <laughs> lot and it's just a fucking car park with people on desks out in it and there's just an Oscar there. It's like, for sake. I wonder who gets to keep that.
0: I don't know. Like, that's a really weird one. Like, do the, the makeup. makeup team, like, cut it up
1: and take a little bit of the I Oscar? Guess, I guess start? The, the company who did it will have it in yeah, office. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe. I always have one of my. It's like it's not an individual who gets; it so who gets to get. It. I'm assuming. Yeah, he,
0: like obviously best actor or whatever. You get to keep that the, shit. The actor keeps it, but when it's a team, do they like have like a little schedule on the calendar of <laughs> who, who gets to take the Oscar? Who gets home it today. Today? Well, I think
1: who was it? Now, um, who was it? It was in uh, Titanic. The lady. I or her name. Uh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah, her Oscar, she keeps it in a toilet. <laughs> she says, "Like people think, oh, that's really disrespectful." no she says, "When people come to my house, and they go to the bathroom." You're in the bathroom, you're private. There's a mirror, yeah, yeah. And they said people like to pose with it, so that gives them an opportunity yeah, to do that. Of course. So you will know if someone goes to the bathroom and they're in there for a couple of minutes longer than they should be. She knows that they were in there playing with <laughs> the Oscar, taking a few selfies with it. Which I think is a really nice way to do it. You no, know, like, that is yeah. Because if it's there on a shelf, because if you do it, put it in like the living room, people don't. but
0: well, they won't want to ask, kind of pick it up. Yeah, can I play with and it? you've got to like, you know, in front of everybody
1: else, be a bit awkward.
0: Oh, look, the Oscar that I didn't win, yeah.
1: Otherwise, but if she keeps it in the toilet, people get that private moment with it. They can pick it up, they can play with it, they can take the photos, they can do the fake acceptance speech and then put it back down. But then you've also
0: got the the option of, like, if somebody's been pissed off by Kate Winslet, they just, like, take a dump on her Oscar. (laughs) Put it in the toilet. (laughs) Do you know that, like, uh,
1: Marlon Brando used his The Doorstop? (laughs) No. And then someone stole it, and then he wrote to the Academy asking for another one. Why? Because he said uh, he use it as a doorstop. Then he asked for another one because he wanted it. It's his Oscar.
0: I but, do still love the um, the story that was it like the World Cup got stolen by like a dog or something. like yeah, that? it was it was stolen and it was and found, then found by, by a dog. Yeah, a
1: dog called Pickles because it's one of the most famous pub quiz questions. Yeah, was. and it so who found the World Cup when it was stolen? The answer is Pickles, the dog. Yeah, and it's just like how do you lose shit like that? Like the World Cup. Well, people at like the Mona Lisa. I think the guy who stole it. Um, he when obviously before he got put on the like yeah, armed yeah. guard was he walked in hid in a closet walked out in a big coat and just put it under his coat and walked out <laughs> and that happened that's how people yeah. that's how most art theft takes place it's um in it's plain sight like, yeah it's the rule of being like con man rules of confidence mm,
0: because if you like walk up to a a painting pick it up pick and it walk pick up out. and walk away people assume Oh, like they, they must be staffed. They must be like uh, taking it away for a reason or something. You don't
1: expect them. It's why um, Banksy, when someone asked him, like, how'd you get away with, like, in plain sight, just graffitiing? Mm-hmm. He wear a fluorescent jacket. If you wear uh, a fluorescent yeah. jacket, people assume you're meant to be there and no one questions a cleaner.
0: So I used to um, watch, like, a. I can't even remember what it was. It was like one of these, like, The Real Hustle or something. On yeah, BBC. That, that show was awesome. And it was like, oh, um, these con men. Or like ex-con men or whatever um, show you like tricks that con men use to to get away with stealing money from people and stuff.
1: And, one of and those. it was just
0: every single time they were like put on a uniform, put on a jacket because
1: people will just do whatever the fuck yeah. you say. Just put a fluorescent jacket on and a hat. Yeah. S- so and people put... will just do anything you ask them. My favourite part about that was, well, they always use the name um, Ian Steele. Oh, really? I Steele. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is funny. Or Conrad Mann. Oh, yeah. Con man. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, that's the added insult. That's like a a serial killer leaving, like, a rose behind. That's someone, (laughs) that's a con man.
0: Literally putting their calling card, like, in your face and going, I am a con man. They go, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Take my money. Comrade man. It's so fucking funny. I, I love watching shows like that where it's like, oh, okay, you'll never believe that someone will just, like, Walk, like you know, give this random stranger a wad of cash.
1: People do. And people just do it. It's the first like the guy who co- um they coined the term con man confidence man, mm-hmm. because what um is because his thing was he walk up to somebody and he just asks them, "Would you mind if I help? If I had your watch, I'll give it back tomorrow." That's oh li- that's God. literally what he walk up to people and say, "Sir." uh can i have your watch i'll give it back tomorrow and he said 99 percent of the time people just hand it over yeah because it's just the balls to ask someone you're so taken aback. it's like a stranger has to use your phone i think i've seen a
0: video somewhere it might have been on the real hustle where it was just like someone went oh can i borrow your phone and then just like as they were pretending to call someone started slowly walking away and just walked off with the phone and they just stood there didn't know what to do yeah because he just confidently
1: walked away with the phone they just stood there like um I guess. You're yeah. To have it. I guess he's stolen it now. It's why, if you want I like, we're not advocating like being a criminal, but the best way to steal a car is just dress like a policeman and say, "Get out of the car." Yeah. Uh, we need this car now, and then I think they do that on that show again, and he just hands them a number, and I think the number was a toll free number that went to them as well, <laughs> which is even funnier. Yeah. That's like for the insult, and it just says, "Call this number, you will get your car back." Just report it like um, detective steal. Says Detective Steele has taken your car, <laughs> okay. and they even and they show the guy calling the toll number where he's just getting, getting rinsed So on top of losing his car, he also, and then they ask for like the car details to pay them back. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh,
0: we've got your car details and we can steal it's, your there's money. It's so many layers.
1: Oh, it's good. To the thing, but um, it's like
0: we're not gonna steal your car. We're gonna then steal your car details. It's just as
1: well. all the additional things like yeah. that is just fucking someone over on a level I can't even comprehend. But I forgot what my favorite one of that show that they did is when they built a fake cash machine and they put oh, they put a woman inside it who would just get your card scan it or oh, take then, all the details and then down. put it back out and then just flash a thing on the screen saying there's no money left yeah, yeah. which happens a lot and the the but the behind the scenes story is amazing they're talking about how they set it up and they said while they were setting it up people couldn't try to use it they saw them put someone inside. And then still went up and used oh it. My like, God. People watched them put a person inside. I
0: just went, I need to use this ATM yeah, machine. Yeah, and you're
1: asking, is it working yet? As they saw someone climb inside the machine oh, with a laptop. Because people will. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's working, mate. Yeah, so go I think for it's, it. Um, Frank Abagnale. he's the guy who Catch Me You Can is based on. Oh, okay. One yeah. of his um, earliest like, cons that he did is that he just stood outside a bank at mm. about like, 5 pm with like a biker. A, a, Security looking uniform on, oh, okay. Yeah, put a piece of paper saying the overnight box is closed, please hand all payments to the clerk. And he just stood there. People would walk up and they just oh, they handed him their money and their checks and their bank details. And he just stood there for an hour and took it on. And his quote is, How can an overnight bin be closed? It's overnight, yeah. And people believe it because obviously there's just a guy in a uniform there, just and there's, stood
0: there's a note telling them, so they just do it, yeah,
1: hand yeah okay and obviously a policeman's not going to stop it because it's, it just looks legit Yeah, by yeah. the time anyone's realised you're long gone by and the
0: time anyone's like taken those three steps in their brain to realise that or oh, maybe this isn't the right thing he's already gone and taken all your money
1: it's like the one of uh, a famous one where a guy would just write letters to uh, restaurants all across America Oh yeah, yeah. Just saying, I was in your restaurant last week. Uh, I spilt something on my suit or something like that. Mm. I was told to send you the dry cleaning bill. Uh, can you please send me a check for nine dollars? But you sent it to like yeah. thousands of restaurants. And most restaurant would get that and just go, "Fuck it, send it. it's just yeah. nine dollars. Fuck it." And they saying, "But the reason he picked nine dollars is because nine, you get a little, you get a pen, you add ty to the end." And you had a zero to that nine, 90. Oh, for $90. No. And that's why when you write a check, they tell you to put the line at the end so you can't do that. Oh, okay, yeah. Because he would ask for nine, I think nine dollars, no, 90. Oh, man. So you're that's getting brutal. every single one. Because that was back in the day when checks were a thing. Yeah, and yeah. And you just go to the bank with like 100 checks for $90. And no one went, oh, this is a bit weird. No, it's fine. Because obviously there a go, so yeah. Obviously it comes out of the account. Yeah, exactly. They, they just process it as normal, but yeah, isn't that a good one? Oh, that is nine dollars. You think, oh, it's fuck, it's nine dollars. Like, sure, and they'd ask, like, surely someone made a mistake. It seems reasonable, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the the whole watch thing. So what well dressed man walks up to you, sir? Would you mind if I borrowed your watch? You'll get it back tomorrow. Never fucking see him again. Oh God, con man, man, con man. I'm thankful I've never been. Scammed like that, but I am paranoid about it as well. That's the thing is, I'm so paranoid
0: Like the amount of times that I haven't like put through a transaction online or something
1: because I'm just like, this site, It's too something, shady. something seems off about the site, I'm just not going to Don't trust I this, Amazon. <laughs> don't trust them with my card details. So, although, apparently like 90% of the stuff on their stores are fake. If it's not being bought by Amazon, it's just fake. Oh, really? Yeah, someone did a big study on it. And they said, "Oh yeah, half the shit. It's fake, or it's stuff that's illegal, or it's dangerous." And then when I contacted Amazon, they went, eh. "Oh god!" And they took it down. And like a week later, it's back. It so, yeah. like, Oh cool. So the future is just getting like deadly devices, just drone to your house.
0: I mean, fair enough. You know. <laughs> oh, if if
1: I want to go out one way, it's a bomb being delivered by a drone to my front door. Was there anything more hilarious than when they try to bring drones in? And everyone's like, well, now everyone's going to walk out with Big Nets. Just catch (laughs) catch your fucking drone. It's so, it's so bad.
0: It's like, oh, thank you, Amazon, for my free drone. You spend, like, $5 getting, like, a little, like, gift box or something. And just steal the drone that cost three thousand dollars.
1: People say, "Oh, I can't wait to drone dildos to your house." <laughs> just drone. This is the thing in Weatherspoons, isn't it? We should explain this. Weatherspoons is a pub chain in the UK.
0: uh extremely like popular, like any. You know, city you go to, there's about five hundred fucking it, weather swings. Because it's very cheap and it's okay food. And they are just taking over every single pub imaginable. Yeah,
1: it's shut. My hometown Pontefract was originally known as the town with the most pubs per square mile. It had oh 80, right. Eighty yeah. pubs in a square mile, which is a world record. Wow. And Weatherspoons came to town during the recession, and then like half ah, those pubs shut. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy how much, but it's cheap. And they it recently is, yeah. introduced a table service feature. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen because they don't even charge you for it. So, oh, yeah. So the way it works is you get an app on your phone and you say, I'm sat in this and at this table. I would like to order. And you can just order one drink. You can order like a glass of water for free. Yeah. And then someone will bring it to your table. Someone has to leave the bar, walk all the way
0: across, like a sometimes big pub, Yeah. through do- a crowd of people
1: and deliver, like, a two-pound drink to your table. Yeah, and the idea is it cuts down the wait times at the bar, So which yeah. does work, but the fact they don't charge for it to me is baffling. Like I've said multiple times, why don't they just say there'll be a 10 pence surcharge? I was about to say 10 pence, yeah. Or 10 like, if ten pence surcharge, and people are like, fuck it, pay it, and then give it to the bar staff. Yeah, yeah. Just say, bar staff get a bonus based on how many sales you do via this method, mm-hmm. because it's just easier, and we can log everything easier, and then it's all paid by card, so we don't have to handle cash. But that's besides the point, because... I forget who did it, but some prankster in the UK started a thing of, oh, just send glasses of milk or orders (laughs) or individual orders of peas to random tables. Um, so what people were doing is they were just, like, getting random tables in random weather spoons and just ordering, like, an ATP side of peas. <laughs> so just a random table. So people across the country were just sat there, like, with a girlfriend or something like that. It's like, did you order this? And it's just an order of peas. Just a plate of peas gets brought to <laughs> your table. <laughs> a plate of peas and a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just love it. It's so fucking... Because I, for a bit... Um, I thought, oh wait, I get asked so many times, like, can I buy you a drink? Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, well, maybe one evening I could go and say, I am at this Spoons. I've had people say, buy a drink. Yeah. Then yeah. I thought, but no, because then I'll get like 45 glasses of milk <laughs> delivered to the table. But either
0: that or every single person but
1: wanted to buy you a drink online. Or buys it at the same all time. Or buy
0: it, and then just like 25 pints turn, turn up the table. <laughs> and that then Carl th- Samorwood dies of fucking alcohol poisoning. Just it? that thing, We're just ordering a plate of peas. Oh, God. It's
1: such a such a dumb thing to do. Because, like, what do you think the, bat, like the chef does? When you get, what's <laughs> the order now? Peas. Like, what, no, wait? Walk... it's just
0: an order of peas. I'd love to walk in there, though, and just, uh, on like 80 different tables order a side of peas and just the screen in the kitchen just fills up with 80 orders <laughs> of just peas
1: <laughs> i I will admit i have done it because there was a big group of like um like old men at a table oh being yeah. a, bit a bit rowdy so i just all <laughs> went on just ordered a glass of milk <laughs> because it's like 50p fuck it <laughs> and it just comes up oh kill from bags so goes, does any of you order a glass of milk so, no it's just put it. Just went, okay, she put it on the table. It was this glass of milk just sat there all night? Um, I thought about to keep ordering more to the table. Just at one point, like
0: add a milk on every time you do it, and you get to the point at the end of the night where you're ordering like sixteen pints of milk. To do the you table. Know that thing
1: you do when you're at home. You like move your TV an inch. Yeah. So it's it's not enough to be noticeable, but it puts the glare on TV. Yeah. And if you do yeah. it every day, by what one point during the week, like the chairs, like uh, well, it's like I was um,
0: watching The American Office again, and. It's like that one prank that Jim Paul's where every single day he put like another penny inside the phone of Dwight. So it gets gets heavier and heavier and then there's like hundreds of pennies in it, and it's a big weighty phone value And by then he takes them all out. And then he takes them all out, and he just picks up the phone and like twatters himself in the face with it. Like, the muscle memory, does it?
1: But I'm yeah, like, just a single order of peas. <laughs> so, I'm like, I could do it. I could do it right fucking now. You could literally, on the podcast, Just order sit here and order of no, I'm milk gonna, and some peas. I'm, gonna, to I'm a, just going to look at what the prices are. Let's find out the cheapest. Should we're gonna, we we're not going to do it, because it's a dick move to the staff. Um, especially about well if the thing, but we'll go to the Maybe new. It is, to be fair. Are you in this pub? Yes. Don't tell me about it. So let's just have a look at our. Uh, as somebody who's just talked, like, not long ago about getting out of a restaurant business. Yeah, so let's have a look at bar stacks. Let's find the cheapest one. 40p for a single Viennese finger. <laughs> 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 should we just <laughs> Like, you could just order a single biscuit. <laughs> just send one biscuit to every table. So we should point out book. you don't get charged for this, they charge you the price that you would get charged about and nothing yeah, yeah. else. So I could literally order a single biscuit and have some poor girl at the bar have to walk all the way across a busy restaurant where it could be like rand on a Friday night and I'm going to order, no, a single biscuit and a glass of water (laughs) and they've got to bring you it. Yeah. So 40p is part of the cheapest one we've got so far. Let's keep going. So a fucking single finger. Can you imagine that? And let's bear in mind
0: as well, a lot of these weather springs have over 100 tables.
1: Oh yeah, they do. They're fucking huge. Um, Sides and sauces. Here we go. Side How salad. cheap can we make no, it? Oh, here we go. This is why people order peas because peas are fifty p. <laughs> <laughs> you can also get mushy peas for the same price. Also, the mushy peas are vegan. Order a single pot of bacon A's. Oh god, hundred ninety one calories. Fucking hell. I no, love no, this. No, it no, tells you the calories. Is bacon A's the amount of money that peas cost? Uh, yeah. Oh wow. You can order. A, I'm going to start ordering sides of peas now, man. Just get some more veggie, man. Just when I went, went to go to the pub with Carl, just eight plates of peas turn up. <laughs> just 50p for some peas?
0: He's like, yeah, man, four pounds. Where's the, where's the of glass peas? of milk?
1: The glass of milk's the one they had to stop doing because so many people were just ordering like 20 glasses. Like, every time the mates got a night out, everyone was just ordering milk and just like trying to down all the milk. But isn't that just like an amazing troll to do to people? It is, but if they're, you know
0: business wise if they're making a profit off that milk which of course they are of course
1: they are because it's milk and it costs fucking nothing
0: that is a like a genius like, marketing idea for them to make it a meme to like you know buy things from them because obviously they're just getting more sales yeah way. I'm
1: going to find it where's milk uh, yeah you can get a glass of cordial people were doing that as well a single glass of cordial, which is like 40p. Oh, because
0: if you do like um, lime and soda, it's like 20p or something. Yeah, it's because so good. It's what I get. It's just soda water
1: and like a shot of lime. Oh, and I can't find milk. Maybe they took it off. Maybe they've actually got
0: rid of Maybe milk. Maybe it's
1: on hot drinks. Let's find that. A warm glass of milk. <laughs> no, it's not on here. But... <laughs> a Viennese finger. I'm so tempted to order a Viennese finger to a random <laughs> table just to see because like you imagine getting that order? Oh, what oh, we've got an order in. What I mean, is it for? A I was about to
0: say it's, it's one o'clock on what like a Wednesday. There'll be someone in the weather spoons. But I was, I was thinking in my head so it'll be dead
1: but no, this no is in the UK and no in Sheffield it will be rammed this because is Sheffield. it's one o'clock. The students are back. Yeah. Someone is in there putting a shift in with their pint. Oh yeah, it's like freshers time isn't it but, as well? So there's just something incredibly hilarious to me about someone bringing a biscuit on a tray <laughs> and just saying, who ordered this single biscuit?
0: <laughs> who ordered the f- one finger of a Viennese biscuit? The Viennese finger. He's just got... I'd love <laughs> it if it was, like, one finger of a Kit Kat so they have to break it in half <laughs> and serve one finger on a plate.
1: Oh, man. It's, like, what fucking dumb... Our country's so dumb. <laughs> someone ordered it. Oh,
0: p- God. Oh, man.
1: I mean... And that, that is what we've, like, done
0: with technology. <laughs> <laughs> we've given like phones that have internet access, you
1: know or peas. Oh okay, we've or...
0: got access to like the
1: entire knowledge of human history. I wanna use it to order. I'm peas. gonna send peas to a table. That <laughs> other people had that. I'm gonna spend fifty P <laughs> to piss someone <laughs> off. The best bit is i bet you get one P per P. I bet you get about oh, probably, or fifty Ps. Oh probably P. So that'd be amazing. That's a way, good way of doing it. But I'd love if the kitchen had to like count it out <laughs> one P. <laughs>
0: Just, oh no, there's only 48 on the plate gets to my This
1: reminds me, we've seen the story recently, I think it's a, a university, it's got like the Kiwi Bot, And it was a, it's a robot that delivers food. Oh, right, okay. Uh, everyone thought it was AI, and it turns out that the people who made it just get people in Colombia to drive them via like cameras for $2, oh, for no. two, for $2 an hour. Oh, but God. the robot is so shit that it can't enter the restaurant, so the person who orders the food has to go out, well, the restaurant has to go out, put it on the robot, and it has to drive down the road and they've got a range of about two hundred metres because mm. the food goes cold. Oh right. And it's yeah, slower yeah. than walking. <laughs> so you might as well just walk and go yeah. get the food because you're probably gonna guess what happened is that every time someone sees one they'll just kick it over. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh there's a food, just kick it over. <laughs> so that remember when Amazon experiment with like Amazon robots that'll deliver it to your house. So so all you need to do is just drive in a van and just spot one of these and just pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Just pick it up and take it and take it and then yeah. you've got someone's like new laptop. But it reminded me as well of that story. I think it's Seattle where they had the anti-homeless robot. Did you? Philadelphia sorry, Did you hear about this? No. It's the anti. It's basically it's a big pod. Oh right. Okay. And it's just got a camera in it, linked to a police station, and it just drives around this like wealthy neighborhood, just like going up to homeless people and say move. Oh. So uh, basically, I we, the dystopian future is now, and we're just making robots to harass people. Yeah. And I saw that news story. I went, this thing. My friend sent me. It, I went, that thing's gonna be kicked over. Oh, yeah. The yeah. first day that goes out, someone's going to walk up and kick it over. Yeah. And they sent me a news story like three weeks later. It's out on its first patrol. Someone pushed it into a Y-curve water feature. <laughs> no, no <laughs> As you, as you yeah. expected. Because it's, like two... it's literally a robot designed to just tell people to move. Yeah, so it's like, fuck you, robot. Yeah. To... So the first day it was on patrol, it's <laughs> it just got pushed. ends in. in a fucking fountain. It's got pushed into a fountain. It's like when I was at school and they had this security camera that just looked over the, um, the play area. Oh, yeah. And yeah. every single day, someone we'll just get a banana and <laughs> smush it into the camera. <laughs> every day, there's a banana just smushed into oh, it. And every day, day I have to come and clean it off. So, just take the camera yeah. down. Because every single day, someone does a fucking banana. You just look up so, and yeah, it's still there. I am. Um... <laughs> it's more that. It was just so, like, just on point like that. Or oh, well known that as soon as the day started, as soon as like lunch break started, just some kid had walked up, <laughs> open a
0: banana. Just Someone's sm- gotta be the hero to do just, it today. Smushed it straight in. You know what? That, that tradition still goes everywhere. It was day. just
1: so the nonchalantness yeah. of someone just walking up and just smushing it and then you come back later in the day, it's been clean. Oh well, another banana <laughs> just smushed back into it. The thing is, I really like remember
0: the moment in school. Um, where we had CCTV cameras at like, loads of places
1: the and our How many bananas got smushed into that? Uh,
0: none, because they were all, like, 30 foot high in the air. And that's
1: the smart thing to do.
0: And um, I remember one day playing, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 and then becoming acutely aware of where, like, all of the cameras in the school were. No one Because I'd just, like, played a video game and trained myself to keep an eye out for the, the, the cameras. All of a sudden, I became hyper aware of how
1: many fucking cameras there were oh, in yeah. school. It's um, the image you always get in Britain, it's um, Orson Wells, Like the thing, the birthplace of Orson Wells. there's a security camera just above it. Uh, it's, like yeah, it's like Yeah, sighting. Yeah. But then again, Britain has like the most CCTV. But it's quite good because I think there was a, uh, a news report on it, like Watchdog or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you write to your local council and say, I was at this place on this time. Mm-hmm. Um, can you send me the footage of me? They'll track it down and send it to you. Oh, wow. So if you got like, mugged somewhere, yeah, say so yeah. I got mugged here approximately this time, they will be able generally, or usually be able to find out who was in that area at that time. Because
0: so. it is like the idea of you know this dystopian society where everyone keeps track of you all the time, which is basically what we're living in. I'm like, you know what, if it's going to keep me safe and it's going to have access it, it, to... like. A,
1: yeah. In a public area, I don't mind that my local park has cameras in it. Yeah, yeah. Because that way, if I'm, I get the shit kicked out of my local park, at least the camera's going to pick it up.
0: Exactly, yeah. and
1: I don't want it in my house. No, <laughs> I don't want fucking cameras in my house. But outside at the of, end of the day, area, like,
0: Yeah, if, if it's in public, the, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm like, uh, okay, some of our supposed like freedom and liberties are taken away. Also, we are in a much safer environment. Because everyone's sick. And, and people can't just mug me on every fucking street corner.
1: Well, they probably... They will. Like, a they, is, they
0: still can. It's a crime of opportunity. It's like a mugger's not going to give a shit. I can probably, like, find out who the fuck they are nowadays. I'll
1: just activate, find my iPhone. <laughs> Track them down. Oh, man. That's just so fucking funny. Just banana smushed into it. But well, It's like just people
0: fucking tagging their children and shit like that. Like, okay, it sounds creepy, but... Oh, if my child gets kidnapped, yeah, I can find where they are.
1: It's literally a Black Mirror episode, yeah, where they like put the eye, the camera behind you, like child's eyeball. And oh god, yeah, which is like really weird. And I don't think I'm ever gonna get to that point because just too old. I can't give a shit. I, I still remember like
0: the the one um, Black Mirror episode where they have like a memory chip in their head to be able to rewind and watch anything that they've done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, I I think I'd die immediately. I think i just die of anxiety straight <laughs> away because all I do is be able to watch every single conversation I've had with anyone and worry about if I've said <laughs> something wrong. And I, I already have suffered with anxiety in the past and shit. I think the worst. Giving me the uh, the actual opportunity to watch conversations would just kill me. The
1: worst one of them is like the Christ- White Christmas, the episode where it's um, everyone has like eyeball cameras. And you can block people in real life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they get Don Draper in, and they get him on the sex offenders register, which means he's blocked by everybody in the world. Yeah. So no, he can't interact with any human being. But he shows up as just this mass of redness. Yeah,
0: yeah. So So he is like... So everyone immediately avoids him and doesn't want to be anywhere near him. Everyone
1: knows that this is just this this red mass. Also, that'd be terrifying, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine... Like walking down the street and you just see this mass of red just coming towards yeah. you. Like, Holy shit, that's a criminal. That's a sex saying. offender right He's there. He's right on his way. But um, the one that gets me in that is, because um, the whole point of the episode is they have like these m- memory things, like you can, it's called a cookie, and they put a, a perfect snapshot of your brain. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically it's your entire personality, mm-hmm. but just translated to a like, digital form. And there's a throwaway line in that episode that makes me, like that is the most horrendous shit I've ever heard. Where he's like, basically what you do is you browbeat and torture this digital representation of your own personality Hmm. to become basically completely subservient Oh, to right, you. okay. And what he does yeah. is it basically turns into a house assistant. And what it does is he basically just turns off every sensory input. Mm-hmm. So it's just a completely aware human consciousness with no ability to interact with anything. Yeah, yeah. Like awake for six months. And a guy asks him, So what do you do if it goes on too long? That'll drive you insane. because Well if you get drove driven insane, we have to do it again. So what oh, right, so yeah. what happens to the AI, at like this person he goes, Oh, we sell them too cheap to a video game company, some war thing. Which means that they put these actual living human consciousnesses into a video game oh, for, god. Them, for them to just be endlessly shot at and tortured oh, by no. people who are playing that game for fun. It's like, oh god, that's the most horrendous yeah.
0: idea ever. Imagine you're like your entire life purpose is to stand there and get a
1: shot over and over. But it's an actual. The uh, the episode goes to, like great lengths to show you that this is an actual human. It is yeah for yeah, all intents course, and purposes yeah. it is you. It is a an
0: actual like second version of you. It is a human. And then right at the end... So of, you're
1: sending yourself to get tortured inside a video game and shot forever. And what they do is, um, at the end of the episode, they show like, oh, you can speed up time or how the consciousness perceives it. Oh, yeah. And as they're about to leave, like the police station, because they use it to get a confession from a guy, they say, oh, put it on. They make him experience a thousand years every second. Oh, my And God. then they leave it on as they leave for Christmas break. I think someone on Reddit calculated he spends like a trillion years. Oh, yeah, because he's
0: just sat inside like a black, a blank house with nothing in it, isn't yeah. he?
1: Yeah, while he's observing like the body of his daughter who froze to death or something like that. That's something like... like that, yeah. So they condemn this human consciousness to a trillion years of torture. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what, what would that even... And that for me, it just completely just breaks my mind because I can't even comprehend no, what that No, you would can't. Be like. I think it's. Uh, I can't
0: comprehend sitting like in a room on my own for a weekend, like just just sitting there with nothing to do. If you have got Smash Bros, no interaction.
1: Be <laughs> Upload Smash, become the
0: perfect god. Can but, you imagine coming back? I've trained for a trillion
1: years at Smash Bros. <laughs> <it's> come back, <laughs> the strongest AI in history. You probably you sunk. call it torture. I call it training. <laughs> it comes out. I come out Super Saiyan. <laughs> I've, come, I've come out. I've, I've mastered Ultra Instinct while I've been in there. But, uh, I, I've patched Goku into the game myself. It's uh that's basically it's the plot of a Stephen King story. It's probably uh, I forget, it's like the Blip or the Jump or something like that. And it's a oh, okay. a short story about they discover that you can send basically teleportation. Essentially, it's teleportation, mm-hmm. where It's Instant transmission of matter. Oh And okay, they say yeah. that every time we send a, a someone who's awake through it, they come out the other end insane, and we can't figure out what, Jesus it is. Christ. And what they say is. Then um, they tested it on a bunch of prisoners who were told, like, you're on death row, you go through this, you get, like, your sentences communicated, and they said that every person who went through it who didn't, like, died, except for one, who just said, it's forever in there. Oh, And they really? surmised that if you go through, uh, while it appears to be instant, for the human consciousness, it lasts forever. Oh, no. And it's a dad telling his son this story, and the son um, holds his breath as they administer the anaesthesia. And he goes through the thing, and his dad wakes up to him, his son screaming, and he just says, it's longer than you think, Daddy. And it's like, oh, no, it's oh, oh. Stephen King, no. And it's just one of those oh, things. That, like, that's horrible. It's existential torture. I'd yeah. say that's worse than like, having teeth pulled or something like that. because it's The last thing is, like you can send a person to prison, but,
0: for example, when you talk about all oh, that big red blob just being blocked out of communicating with anyone in the
1: world, thats that would be so much worse than having to live in prison. Because it's psychological torture. on I mean, it, it's forever yeah it's the forever thing mm-hmm. and it's similar to uh, like a Punisher comic I think where he gets a, uh, a prisoner locked up against like a neutron thing oh right know, the, yeah. like the Hadron Collider and he says oh this is going to just send a, beep, a bolt of um, energy through your head killing you instantly and the prisoner well that doesn't sound so bad and Frank Castle goes well I've heard though because of how fast it is, you actually experience the death for a thousand years. Oh no! And the, and the guy goes, "Is that true?" And Frank Castle goes, "I don't know." And just presses the button. And it's like, oh, oh god, no. that poor guy! <laughs> to be fair, it's the Punisher killing him. Yeah, yeah. So he probably did something wrong, but yeah, at the same sure. time, holy shit! Just I'm gonna you're gonna experience but death for a thousand years. It's
0: like either you're gonna experience death for a thousand years, or the final thought in your head is, is that, that you're going to experience. Your and death I for don't a know. Years. I don't
1: quite know what's worse. Yeah oh man, that, that, yeah, that Black Mirror episode like, really fucked me up. The thing is, I watched some of those because they're
0: based on like ideas that you could see being possible yeah, I think
1: with the technology like in the future. Charlie Brookery always describes it as it's the future 10 minutes from now. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a 10 minutes from now thing where the world looks like our world except for one piece of technology that so happens to have exactly, a, yeah. advanced at a rate well, far the beyond. The only
0: suspension of disbelief that you have to have is that one new invention was made
1: and what would life look like if this horrible invention was created? And it'd be normalised. Yeah, yeah. It would just be if it's got to the point it'd just be completely normalised that this is just a thing now, the same way we normalize like smartphones. Because well remember- yeah,
0: exactly, because it's always um that funny thing. I remember you had like a conversation with me and you might have like tweeted about it as well. And it's like, oh um in Back to the Future when everyone's disappointed that we didn't have like self-tying shoes in twenty fifteen. We also have like access to the internet
1: in our pocket. Yeah, we have like, the collective knowledge of humanity on a device in yeah. our pocket. That's more powerful than the uh, machine that sent man to the moon. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. But or we really want our shoes to just tie them. But so. the example I use is um, smartphones and like, mobile phones in general. Yeah. When they were first launched, Everyone said it was a fad, it's stupid. Why, why would this be a thing? Yeah, why yeah, would yeah. you want your phone in your pocket all the time? And now nobody, it's the most important device to most people. I like, can't imagine like living a day without my smartphone Exactly, anymore. and that's what technology does, where you yeah. think it's a novelty at first, and then it becomes an ingrained part of like You need it. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a smartphone these days. Well, uh, um, to the point where
0: they're like, trying to say that internet access should be a human right at this point. It's I'd, uh, in Britain, yeah, in a developed country yes. that's the thing, in a developed country uh, I've heard like such conversations in America for example, of it should be classed as a, a human right to have internet access, yeah,
1: and that's and the way so they can turn it to a public utility, which yeah, stops yeah. Like, big massive telecommunication companies from fucking it up so I'm sure someone right now is rolling their eyes, and the reason they do that is so then you can't pass out access to it, because yeah, a lot exactly. of people, if you say it's a human right, then it's like the same way water or like, access to it's like food and stuff is. Yeah, but yeah, sure. You can't then take it away from someone, which is mm. what obviously the big companies want to do.
0: Because, you know, they see it as, oh, we can just constantly
1: charge more and more for this. Oh man, does does anything ever be that conversation that, oh, it's a, a statement from some big dick CEO from one of those companies where they said, are you just gonna put a fast lane on the internet? If you get the ability to, like, you no, know, oh t- yeah, take yeah. away like, no, it's not gonna be a fast lane. It's gonna be a fast lane for everyone, and then a super fast lane for people who pay yeah. extra. It's like nobody fucking believes no. that. You absolutely, that that is the most amount of horseshit
0: I have ever seen. Because um, that was, was all like the net neutrality stuff, wasn't yes, it? Um, of like they oh, argued that companies in America can just tell you that they're giving you good internet, and then but not. what they're actually doing is just throttling
1: it completely i giving it to the people who pay ten times more. Right. So, I have. Have you? That reminds me. Of speaking of companies being just the fucking worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you heard about my team for two K? Um, I'm aware of it. Right. So my two right, K games. This like the new trailer that yes. came out for the two K game. Yeah. Right, so two K games do not have the best reputation for you know monet-
0: monetization and microtransactions they are one and- of the worst offenders for yeah, it. Yeah. and
1: um, my team 2K19 was infamous uh, the, the famous story that came out about it was there are actual ads running on the loading screen but if the game loads before the ad finishes you are forced to watch the entire ad
0: yeah and i i said um They'll I heard about that's it, amazing why don't you just make
1: the loading bar 30 seconds long regardless no. Because that's the thing. Because there's a compliance issue with you're not allowed to lie to the person about what the game's doing. But I, you probably thought it can't get worse than that, can it? It cannot get worse. I mean, I know where it's going, and it definitely right. did get so worse. So I'm gonna before I show Lucas this trailer for my team two cams. Uh, I have watched it by the way. You have watched it. Yeah, yeah. Ah, damn it. So you've seen this? We've seen the one for my team.
0: Um, is this? Well, I'm going to spoil it for people. Okay. So it's just the gambling one. Yes, okay, right. So, I have seen this, yes. Damn it,
1: I thought you hadn't. Um, so I'm going to preamble this by saying that the cons, uh, the three the virtual console 3DS release of Pokemon Red and Blue...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: ...are rated 12. They are. They're Peggy 12, which is um, teen. Mm-hmm. Not suitable for young children. It is not suitable for young children, Because in that yeah. game, you can go to the Celadon corner. The game corner, yeah. You can go to the game corner, you can bet tokens... That you can win on a gambling machine to win coins to go get a Porygon. So you can, yeah, you can spend the money that you earn
0: in-game. Like, obviously, it's Pokemon Red and Blue on, like, the game. There's no microtransactions. There's no internet access. It's just in-game money that you earn from, like, battling and stuff. You can use that to buy game coins from the game corner. And then you can go, of a a little
1: roulette slot machine type thing. Yeah,
0: do, like, a little slot machine and win more coins and gamble, essentially.
1: And the... Peggy rating for that is 12, because that is gambling. And that yes. encourages gambling, it glorifies gambling, because you can win a Porygon. It makes a game out of gambling. Yeah, you can win a Porygon, and that's not allowable. Well, 2K20 is currently rated E for everybody. Yep. And uh, we're going gonna to put the trailer on, but... We're just going to like say what's on screen as we go through, because it's got the usual. Um, the loot boxes opening and yep. showing like all the players, the rare card. Yeah, you got your rare card. So uh, that's a bit of basketball. That's fairly standard. Showing
0: off the rare card now. So
1: FIFA Ultimate Team does yeah, that, yeah. that's fine. Stuff like that. You know, here's your starter packs. Yep, so obviously that's more stuff you can buy. You get so in-game. this is all just you know pretty standard at this point. It, it looks, just, looks like a mobile it's game. It's
0: still gross. I do not like this stuff. But, but it, looks,
1: it's, it looks like a fucking mobile game. Yeah.
0: It's and, great. Uh, you know, you've got like the the actual players in yeah. the bottom corner playing the game. Of course, of stuff. course, as well,
1: you've got your six different in-game currencies that yep. you obviously earn via playing. You're you've not got, gonna... like your crystals and your your what's it? Oh, what's this? Oh, just a pachinko machine. Oh yeah, there's in the game
0: pachinko machine to decide what you earn in the game. So it's like a game of luck.
1: It's just a, a game of absolute luck. It also ball can drop anywhere. Oh, now it's a slot machine. Oh yeah, there's an so actual slot machine. Wait, isn't that the thing that Pokemon Red got a 12 rating for? Oh maybe. And can't you spend real money in this you game? You can spend real money on that slot machine. Oh now they've got a prize wheel. Oh, oh cool. look, that's that's fun. It's a roulette now. So isn't that also you can spend real money on? This oh yeah, game? you can no? as well. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. And don't. But it's not gambling. No, it's not gambling. No, it's not. Did you, know, you, did you see the fucking mealy mouth response? I'm going to read the. You might not see. Well, it. I didn't see the response. You didn't see the Peggy response. Oh. Okay. Right. So someone actually messaged them. This is on uh, reset Reset error. Reset error. There we go. They actually someone in this forum sent a message to Peggy the Peggy Rangers asking them why is this allowed? Like this is so obviously gambling. You are. You've this- literally put a slot machine in the trailer this game and though. then show people cheering and whooping as they yeah, get yeah they, they and, and this is a game where you can spend real actual money and, dollars. and not you your children can yeah. spend real life money on this uh here we go there is this is the response from peggy so i'm assuming this is as official as it gets like, this yeah is a, yeah a yeah f- this is the rating board for video games as a, a whole we have seen the announcement trailer of NB2K20 and noticed the controversy it has caused. We feel it is important to carefully explain when certain content is triggering the gambling descriptor in the PEGI system, but also show when it does not at this moment. A video game creates the gambling content descriptive. It contains moving images that encourage and or teach the use of games of chance that are played or carried out as traditional means of gambling, like pachinko, or slot machines, or like prize wheels, or, or whatever. prize wheels, whatever. We use the help text. use a help text. No, we use a help text to clarify this in more detail. This refers to types of betting or gambling for money that is normally played, carried out in casinos, gambling halls, racetracks. This does not cover games where betting or gambling is simply part of the general storyline. You mean like it is in Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you go in there and get a poorie. It's literally part of the storyline. So you have oh, yeah, to go yeah, into yeah, the, the game corner to find the Team Rocket hideout. Yeah. But no, no, no. That's gambling. This isn't, even though it's not part of the game at all. It's an extra thing they tack on yep. to spend money. But that's fine. That's fine. The game must actually teach the player how to gamble or bet to encourage the player to want to gamble for bet for real for money in real life. I'm pretty sure this they, teaching them that slot machines give you
0: prizes. This is
1: literally a trailer where they show you how to do it. Yeah. So if I, I'd say that is teaching children how to play these games of chance. Oh look, that slot machine. The three images lined up, and I won a prize. If, what do you mean? It, like, it wants, it has to encourage people to gamble. This is a system where they want you, they feed you into it by giving you free currency every day and giving you, like free gambling yeah, drops. Yeah. That is literally they li- they, that is how heroin dealers get people addicted. Oh, yeah, first try free. Win. Yeah. first spins free. Because why do you think so many oh, gambling after, websites say you get a ten pound free bet when you join? They want you to get hooked. It's they worth, give
0: you the free ten
1: pounds and then take two grand off you when you keep playing. That is literally how these businesses operate. And they apparently know this isn't gambling. Suitable for everyone. Da, da, da. For example, this will not include games that teach to play how to play card games that usually play for money or how to play the odds in horse racing. So that's Red Dead, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like, like you can go play poker in Red Dead. The,
0: the GTA like
1: uh, literal casino add-on. Where you can spend... That's so fucking stupid. It is important to stress that the controversial imagery played a central role in the trailer, but it may not necessarily do so in the game which has not yet been released. At this point in time, Piggy can only comment on the trailer that has been made, publicly available. This trailer includes imagery that is generally known from casinos, Wheel of Fortune slot machines, uh, etc. Using a sort of mechanic to select an item or character or action by chance is not the same as teaching how to gamble for money in a casino. Bear in mind, they gave Pokemon Red this descriptor because you go in and you can win a Porygon. The difference, I believe, is
0: that in Pokemon, you win money back whereas this you don't win money back you You win win items and that's how they get around it because apparently it's not gambling because you're not winning money even though you're winning items that have literal monetary value yeah online so you can sell and stuff and stuff that you can they assign monetary value in game to these cards that you can buy with real money but because you're not winning the money directly you're winning access to the cards or whatever or the players is not technically gambling. Yeah, and then a bunch of
1: rambling shit about how but they can I would argue maybe we should update our laws on gambling to include shit like this. If because you know someone in the company was paid a very handsome fee to for find that loophole. F- figure out how that how we can get around this and shove this shit in the game. Yeah, yeah, because it's um uh, the start it's the story about why that Star Wars game got cancelled by EA. Oh yeah, the start they said like we want to do a story driven Star Wars game in such a rich expansive universe. Like we want to explore this universe with like new interesting mm-hmm. characters we want to
0: like you know build our new story make it compelling yeah. like and this is the really de- and, characters and, and shit, this yeah. is the
1: depressing part that sums up why video gaming is at the moment where this person in charge of this project an executive or something they yeah. got brought in to explain this to EA and they give this heartfelt passionate thing about why I love Star Wars we want to share this experience we want gamers like to just enjoy and love and fall in love with this universe yeah, all over yeah. again the the Guy at EA says, well, FIFA Ultimate Team makes a billion dollars a year. What are you, What's your plans for something similar Where's to that? Where's your Ultimate Team, Yeah, basically? Where, how are you going to monetize this? Not, yeah. how do you make it enjoyable? How many, like, how many sales do you expect? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to realize, you know, how much money can we squeeze out of the people who already pay $60 for this game? It's like, yeah. oh! And this where this only is. makes us
0: $60 per, car- like, per person. FIFA makes us... per
1: person. FIFA makes a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. The reason they release a new one every year is so they can make everybody's cards useless. Useless, because every single person, even
0: though they know that it's just a fucking, you know, useless trap and an endless
1: cycle of money. So even the players getting on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's so many stories from players getting annoyed that they don't get their card. They can't play as themselves because, like, they don't win the card in the pack oh man so we should explain so FIFA Ultimate Team basically you open card packs like trading cards
0: yeah so it's trading cards and you open
1: packs and the like,
0: players have like lower odds of being in the packs and you stuff might, yeah
1: you might get like a Christina but here's where it gets amazing because once you you think once you've built your team because I know in the older games people build their team and that's it I love my team this is it and as you play together actually build chemistry do you know what they do now so I'm not sure I if think um, it's
0: been in the game since it happened. But the I I play um, FIFA games like every now and then. But they have like the contracts. The contracts. System. That's it. Where even when you've got the card, you have some- like the best character in the game, but you can only use him
1: for eleven matches because that's how long his contract is, and then the card disappears. So you have to go back into that. So even if you have, you go in. I've made my team. I like this team. This is my team. I don't want... This is my ultimate team. Yeah, yeah. You still have to go back into the like the gambling section, the part where you open the loot boxes, yep. open the packs, to get the contracts Yep, and keep that's the playing. Thing. So th- because no matter how good your
0: characters are and no matter how perfect your team is, because every time you play, it affects their contracts, you still always have to be spending more money to get more contracts so that you can keep your team how it is. Yeah. And it's, I would That's think. like me building a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, playing against you, and then half
1: my card, just being like, oh, you can't use me anymore. Yeah, you gotta pay money. You gotta pay money to be able to use me again. And I think it's some trivial amount, but the point is that you then have to go back into the section where all this is, because yeah. they never want you to not be there. Yep. They want you. That's why they give you the free pack every day. Because and so you log you in turn and you turn around to... and go, well, I've done it.
0: I've built my ultimate team. I have no reason to look at these loot boxes and packs no, anymore. No, fuck that,
1: get back in there. Yeah, get the fuck back in. Get back in there, give us money. And it's it's amazing. And we are in that Black Mirror future. Oh, yeah, but... Where we have seen the commodification...
0: very, very clever about, like, nickel and diming people yeah, so they don't realise what's going on.
1: We are seeing the commodification of obsession and addiction. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, li- it's literal addiction. Um, people- there was
0: a story, uh, like a British story on bbc i think it was where he's like oh um my kid spent like three thousand pounds on fifa ultimate team that story happened because as like a birthday present or something he watched me buy him a couple of packs but then he saw how i did it and didn't make that connection in his head that this is my dad's money it's just here's how I get the packs. So he went in and, and he t- just went in and opened, like bought more and more and more. There were so many stories about how like, he did it.
1: Kids getting like credit cards out of wallets. Yeah. Because yeah. they think that's a thing. Or using phones that connect Because so, it happened to my mum. Yeah. Where she was um using like she bought her phone uh, Card information on her phone, Mm -hmm. which obviously, so she can buy stuff using her phone.
0: Yeah, so say on like the uh, the App Store or the Play Store or whatever, it'll just save your card details because, you know, it's convenient to, oh, if I need to spend another pound on an app, I can just click it, don't have to spend five minutes entering my details and stuff, it just does it for me.
1: And my sister goes, okay, I want to play that game on your phone, mum. Fine, it's right there. And then a big flashing button comes up, you're out of lives, press this to buy more, boom. It's a button. My sister doesn't know, she's like, she just 10. goes, yeah, cool, I want more lives. I want to keep playing. And my mum would get charged like 80 fucking quid. Yeah. And there'd be someone out there smilingly saying, well, put safety features on your phone and stop listening. It's on the onus of, like, the mother. It's, I'm always... Who didn't
0: realise that, you know, that game had
1: microtransactions or whatever. I'm always impressed by people's ability to just go to bat, to protect these giant billion-dollar companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who are literally designing the games to be as obtuse as possible, um, specifically to hide this fact.
0: Yeah, exactly, they're trying to be sneaky about it and they're trying to make it seem like, oh, kids, here's a fun system of like, you get more hearts. and It's not, oh, we're taking your money, it's we're giving you something. And obviously some owners does rely on the owners. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. To have some level of personal responsibility. This is where things like a rating system comes in place, where the the, the parent goes, oh, well, it's rated E for everyone. Can't be anything like yeah. malicious in there. It's just it's just football game. I remember playing like football games. When yeah, I was yeah a kid. like but but now as a parent, you're meant to like hover over your child
1: at all times. At
0: all times, watching every single action they make in the game to make sure they're not spending your life savings. And what
1: cracks me up though is when you get those people who say, "Well, it's the onus on them. It's about exercising personal responsibility." What they don't ever apply the same. Standards to the company making the games. Oh yeah! Like, don't they have a responsibility to make this stuff clear and upfront? Yep. Why hide behind it? It's because they know. They know that if they were upfront and told people what the purpose is, no one would fucking buy it. No, no, no. It's infuriating to see like 2K. It's really, really toxic and horrible. It's, yeah, it's so bad. To see. That one is amazing though. Because when you ju- like juxtapose, Pokemon Red. It's a game about going out into the world. It has a it has a one section of the game where you can bet an what? optional section in the game that isn't in your face.
0: You can completely miss it if you don't go out looking for it. Like it's not part of the the story or anything. Twelve because it's Raya twelve because you can win gold coins from a slot machine and go get a porygon, but you
1: can't spend any money on the game. And then you compare that, and this is like. Literally every aspect of the game feeds back into this. Yeah. Every single time you log in, you are pushed towards this system, so that's fine. Yeah, that's alright. Oh man, I'm so glad that fucking Nintendo owned Pokemon. <laughs> or that they have exclusive rights to um, make the game. you
0: imagine if Nintendo wanted to monetize Pokemon? Oh, fucking hell, they already have. I mean, no, they po- have. Pokemon Go. But like, imagine the idea of, oh, you want access to like Pidgey's Evolution? Pay $5 now. Oh, man.
1: No, Pidgey is evolving. It's going to take five minutes. Or, speed or evolve it now by buying your... Oh You've God. run out of evolution tokens. Like, are, is Fortnite the best at this? Because I think Fortnite is amazing in terms of how it's monetized. Because you buy the battle pass... So I don't play Fortnite, but I know about the battle oh, yeah, pass yeah. because Brad buys it, yeah. and he defends his decision to buy it because I play the game all the time. Yeah, yeah, and what the battle pass does is it doesn't give you fucking anything. No, it gives you challenges that you then do to unlock in-game currency. Yeah, so yeah. you are paying. You are paying, but not to get the currency to buy the stuff, not for the v bucks whatever it is.
0: Option to play the game more.
1: To it, then, and do unfun challenges. To then eventually try and get some money. And the battle pass out, you can sometimes whatever. not unlock the skins. Yeah. If you don't do the challenges or if yeah. you've got playing the game. And I think that is amazing. You know what? I was really scared because obviously
0: I've mentioned on this podcast before. Play a lot of Destiny 2. And then they were, like, Look guys, we've got like a, it wasn't called a battle pass, but it's a battle pass. It's like a season rank pass or something. Yeah. And it was like, oh no. And it's, oh, look, we've got the free trial. We've got the premium path. And I was like, oh, no, it's happening. I was like, they're going to ruin my game. Yeah. And then they went, oh, no, anyone that buys the new expansion, like the new uh, content for that season, Yeah. will just get the premium. It's not, oh, oh, buy the pass on top of the content that you're already paying for. It's just, oh, no, we've got the free-to-play game where you get the free path. But if you want to buy the new expansion, you get it included. And I was like, oh, okay. I just remember let you when just I was us a, some stuff.
1: But talking to Brad and just hearing him explain, no, it's fine. Yeah. Because you paid 15 quid for this. Like, I saw him do it live. Yeah, yeah. I was watching him play and he, he went, oh, the new battle pass down. How much have you spent on this game? Not much. So how much is not much? Oh, no, it's only, only a bit. Oh, there we go, yeah. I'll oh, say, and then I've just got a message from Nisha, she's on her way to record. Oh, right, okay. But so we'll finish yeah. this story so this is really fucking funny. Oh, not much. How much go on, how much is not much? Yeah. So you've got a lot of skins here. Because, he no, I'll play the game all the time, though. So, okay, okay, but how much is not much? Well, I don't know. Why are you being so defensive about this? Are you embarrassed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were on a stream at the time. Are you embarrassed about how much money you've spent on this game? No, I just don't know how much you've done. Well, let's count it up. How many months have you had the battle yeah, pass for? Yeah. Because it, I saw it said re up your battle pass. Yeah. And it turns out it's like, he said, oh, it's only like 30, 40 quid. And then by the end of the conversation, when we worked out, it was up to 100. Yeah. And it's like you've got a problem and that's like, how
0: free to play games get you oh yeah. well, well it's free so fair enough you know support the developers a bit i'll, I'll buy a skin for ten dollars but then that ten dollars over the space of like three years when you're playing this game that encourages you to keep coming back it's like oh that ten dollars becomes
1: ten dollars yeah. a month so i think i all the people out there probably listen now may play world of warcraft World of Warcraft subscriptions. £15 a month, is not much, but it will cost two years.
0: Oh, yeah, people play
1: that game for, like, ten years. Yeah, that is a f- lot of fucking money. And recently, we'll, talk, we'll end on this, because I was freed. It's my, for many, many years, literal years, my free game that I had on my phone was Dragon Ball, Dock and Battle. Oh, I remember this, And there's yeah. a lot of people who played Dock and Battle out there. Yeah,
0: yeah, a lot, I, I tried it out when it came out, because you were like,
1: oh, look at this Dock and Battle and game. And that's what I was hoping, like, that Pokemon Masters game was going to be, but it's besides the point. And basically... I have spent one pound on that game. Yeah, yeah. One pound, because while I was in Europe, oddly enough, to bring it back to what we were saying earlier, they had. A, we noticed that the prices were cheaper Oh, right, Poland. okay, yeah, yeah. And it said, like, for the, could, the equivalent of one pound, get Dragon I mean, Fuck it, get summon. And I had all the rarest cards. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And I was really proud of the fact, oddly enough, like, that I had all the, but I noticed, all the rarest cards, I only paid a pound. Yeah, yeah. And I played it for years. And it was just a fun game to, like, dick around. Yeah, and just look at the characters, collect the cards. and um, But I started saying it's getting to be this unseasonable grind, because yeah. yeah I'll put it long story short, um, every card in the game can go up to level 10.
0: So oh, to get right, to level okay.
1: 10, you have to get a duplicate of that card, which means that if you've got an ultra rare card that has a 1% chance of dropping, you then have to get 10 ultra, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to grind right.
0: more Pokemon into that Pokemon and, and
1: What happened was, is I transferred the game to my new work phone, and then my work phone, as I explained in the previous podcast, it died. Yeah, yeah. one, and I forgot to transfer it back, so my, all my progress in that game was deleted and lost. And I when went, I'm free. Yeah. So when you've got loads of tabs on your computer and you shut it down and you go done. Yeah, yeah. Like well, fuck it, those tabs Boys are gone. It's just, just go. complete relief, and I've never felt better. <laughs> so it's Now I can start playing my Switch. But no, I'm getting a start phone message. Destiny with me. Yes,. Off of that. Replace <laughs> your addiction with another one. Nisha is at the office, so i have to close this one off. I hope it's not been too short a one. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like... We did a three-hour one last week. When we, uh <laughs> With a bad microphone. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Qua- quality of wasn't a bad mic, was it? Either way, um, while I go meet Nisha at the office, do you want to just close off and just tell the I audience... I shall, yeah. You'll give them all your information. Yeah, so, uh, as, as
0: always, I will talk about my YouTube channel, Where Legend of Kanto. Carl's running around, can't find his keys. I think I might have them. Oh no, he's not. I've got my keys. But uh, me and Carl are playing through Breath of the Wild on my YouTube channel, Legend of Kanto. so go check that out. And uh, yeah, anyway guys, thank you for watching. Not watching, listening. Thank you for listening.